Hey, so happy that you are here for our bonus episode. Today we are talking all things attraction, the art of attraction, how to attract more to you, and even digging into what's maybe stopping you. And for me, this was a huge wake-up point because I I think a lot of times it's something we don't even realize. And my guest today, Dominique Drew, explains it so beautifully, and I've never thought of that way before. And it definitely is going to help us break down those things holding us back from getting what we want. So happy that you're here. Let's dive in. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place. And alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. everybody we have a bonus episode it's like really a thing i know it's been a little time but trust me i've just been trying to find us the best guests and i did <laughs> uh okay so today we are talking with Dominique drew and she is a dating self-mastery coach and you're probably going hannah i don't need help with dating um Okay, but we are talking about topics that we have been discussing. We're talking about law of attraction, and obviously she's an expert in that. Duh, I just told you what she does. So we're going to dive in deep to that because we have been chatting a little bit, and I wanted to bring someone on who could just expand our knowledge, our horizons, and our mindsets when it comes to attraction and all things bringing things to you. So without any ado, uh, Dominique, go ahead and kick us off. Tell us a little bit about you and your story and all things Dominique. Absolutely. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super honored to be here. Uh, we were chit-chatting just a little bit about your personal story and the story of this podcast before we got on, and I'm just, I'm, I'm really inspired. I, I just really love what you do. Um, my journey similarly uh, started with a fair amount of lostness um, when I was quite young. I found this work that I now teach when I was 19. And I was, uh, I was a mess. Uh, I was um, a mess of insecurities. I had a lot of self-loathing, um, a lot of uncomfortable um, discomfort with my body. I had a lot of weight on my body. Um, I never felt good in clothes. I just felt like I couldn't really be myself. And uh, it led to some emotional issues. I was suicidal when I was a teenager, when I was quite young and some depression. And 
Um, and then I found this work when I was 19 and I, it's actually kind of a crazy story about that actual weekend, but essentially I had this, this remarkable turnaround in one weekend and really just one session. Cause I worked with the, the instructor facilitator one-on-one -on -one for maybe like two hours and just like night and day shift occurred. And I was just in, like, I just, I just knew that this was what I wanted to do, not just for myself, but to facilitate from like day one and so i dove into it because it worked so well really and i just kept solving problem after problem in my life and now i have to remember what it was like uh to be super insecure and uncomfortable with myself because i just have i'm just like this kind of radiant with self-love at this point in my life uh, and that's just so different from where i was so um the, the better things got the more i wanted to, to bring it to other people so yes i, I focus it sort of in the area of dating and relationships, but the work has honestly nothing to do with it. It's about um, learning to be authentically yourself, about clearing all the blocks, all the beliefs, the templates that don't fit, um, which leads right into the law of attraction. Um, and, uh, and, and really sort of finding that place where you can radiate from within and from that place, you're a, you're a magnet. And that's, that's how it sort of leads into attraction. Oh yes. Magnet, magnet. And I, I, I think that's, the most true thing that you can say. And it's so funny because we're really taught kind of the opposite in life. Like, no, just go out, work, do all these things. And, you know, it's amazing how when you break down those walls, and I like how you said templates, because I think that's a key term. It um, is. Most people don't, uh, aren't on that, uh, aren't aware of that, but it's actually a very key term. Yes. Yeah. Um, when you really think about how you construct and, and live your life, there are sort of these rules that you abide by that maybe don't guide you the best. How do you help people break out of those templates or break, break out of those rules so they can get to the point of attraction? You know, it's crazy. Um, mostly the only problem with having a template in your life that you don't like and a template in life you, you don't like is you could say the only problem that you have. Like if you solve that one problem, you could literally be whoever you want to be instantaneously in a moment. Like that's, that's actually a, a true statement, right? So the, only, so the only problem with the templates is that they're unconscious, mm. is that they're on autopilot. And the, the extent to which you are unaware of an issue in your life is the exact extent to which you are unable to fix it. So I just, I just bring their awareness not just the knowledge like, oh, do you know that you seem to be attracted to men who have X, Y, and Z issue or treat you X, Y, and Z? Like that also might be really revolutionary for a person. Um, and that's sort of on a mental level. You go, oh man, I see that realization. But on a profound cellular structure and deeper level, do you realize you know, what is that you're doing? And once you show a person what they're doing, well, if you knew what you were doing that kept you in a pattern you don't like, you would have fixed it by now, right? Yeah. So you're kind of helping them. I mean, because we're all aware that we have all the answers within us at, mm -hmm. at this point, or we're getting closer to that. Yeah. You're really helping construct and map, help put those pieces together. Because I find there's a lot more consistencies in those lessons um, than we care to acknowledge when we're going through it. Yes. Um, and so you're helping people construct that, find those consistencies? Yeah, finding the pattern is the, is the first thing, knowing how you hold what you hold, right? Um, 
I, I keep, uh, I can't seem to attract enough money. Okay, cool. That's your template. Template is there's not enough money. So that feels comfortable for you. There's something you, you have, uh, essentially you have one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. Mm. Your foot on the gas is like, I really want to have more money. And your foot on the brake is, mm -mm, don't, don't have more money. And, and the foot on the brake is your subconscious. And that, because obviously consciously you think you want what you want. The subconscious is what you actually are getting. So you can look at your life and see exactly what it is that you want. It is right there in this moment. Take a look. Every relationship, your location, your home, your physical body, your, your coloration, I mean, like everything about your happiness level. And so that foot on the brake, which a lot of people who sort of study some self-help work or understand like limiting beliefs is like the subconscious trying to keep you safe. Um, that one wins every time. Safety rule, overrules happiness. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten this far in evolution. Like, it's, it's an important thing. But now it's kind of messing us up a little bit. So once you become aware of that, oh, my foot's on the brake? Not conceptually, but like, oh, that's how my foot's on the brake? Then you automatically shift it. You automatically change. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a, a higher level thinking or connection with your thought. You have to understand the power of that subconscious. And I don't know that I've ever voiced it that way, which is why you're here, obviously, because we needed help. Um, yeah. But I, I love how you put that. The, the subconscious is really that break uh, because you can surround yourself with all the happy things and money's flowing to me. But if you still have that back thought, that break, that's going to hold you back. That's the sabotage right there. And it doesn't matter how smart you are. We tend to think, oh, I don't, I need to learn more about my problem or I need to get, I need to, you understand it conceptually. The steps to enlightenment are on the internet. It is not a secret. The steps to multi-million dollar success are on the internet. It is not, you know, they're in books, they're everywhere. The knowledge is not what you lack. It's not what anyone lacks for the most part. It's, as you said, it's on a deeper level. It's the integration. You know you need to go to the gym. You feel better, you look better, your body functions better, you're healthier, you're gonna live longer for God's sakes, and yet you're not going to the gym. So what is it that is stronger than you knowing that this is what you really do genuinely want to do on some level? Something is, is stronger. And so when you shift that underlying, when, when you integrate the information into the human system, that's when change happens and it's effortless and it's instantaneous and it's permanent. Yeah. So after you make that shift, then the attraction happens, right? Yes. And talk me through that or how you get to that place potentially. Yeah. So this is the great sort of secret of, of manifestation. So law of attraction, <clears throat> I have mixed feelings about, about, mix, uh, about law of attraction. Um, the information that it puts out is accurate. It is based on true fundamentals of the universe. The way it's put out or the way people interpret it, and it's, it's been a while, so it, could be, it could be both, is, is oversimplified. And I think that's why a lot of people try to, to make it work and they can't make it work. Um, there's a lot of, you know, think about what you want. First of all, this is a really important thing. This is just what we were just talking about. Think about what you want will do almost nothing. Almost nothing. Because thoughts have no <clears throat> substance. 
Now they can link to emotion and games and substance, which is why you might be like, hmm, I'm pretty sure they do. Sometimes that can happen. But a thought itself, it literally doesn't exist. It's not anywhere. Um, so when you're, uh, if you struggle from anxiety, for example, people who are, uh, struggle with anxiety tend to exist in the future a lot. Um, you can't actually exist in the future. So what they're doing is they're existing in this delusion not just this, I mean, every person on the planet is doing this on some level, here's the template, right? In this delusion of, oh, this is who I'm gonna be, or this is what's gonna happen, or projection, or all those sorts of things are within that, and you live there. Not that you can't like, oh, I'm gonna set a goal and plan for the future. That's just consciously having a thought. It's when you're connecting to it, when you're living from it, that takes you out of the present moment, because by definition, your thoughts don't exist. They are delusional. 100%. That's a crazy thing to say. Crazy thing to think about, but it's actually true. Um, and so, and so thinking is not on its own, won't really do anything. And for the most part, the law of attraction goes into that. They're like, you need to feel it, right? You need to, there's an element in order to make law of attraction work, which it absolutely can. It, it needs to be so embodied that you're existing as though what you want, you already have. It's a state change. And you can do that with anything. I have, um, I have a 12-week program that I call the, the Art of Authenticity. That's like just about learning to like identify and live from your authentic self in like this really fearless way. And I did this exercise on a coaching call the other day um, around letting go because a template is something that you've, you actually hold on to, right? So I had them do, and, and listeners, you're welcome to, to do this as well. Um, you, I had them choose something they wanted to let go of. Okay. Um, the people come to me are, you know, maybe they're around relationships or it's around money or it's around success or happiness, whatever. So I'm, you know, uh, maybe a, an old relationship that you're like holding on to. Okay, great. So you put yourself in that state, you know, that state is familiar for you. You're like, Oh, I'm always holding on. I'm mad about my ex. Cool. Put yourself in that state. And then I sort of just walked them through this little meditation. Maybe I should record this. It might be useful. Um, of just like, letting that go. Imagine yourself without it. What would you be, what would it be like if that weren't here right now? Who would you be without this person? And then like picturing them a little outside of you and cutting cords and like, really, cause it's hard to let go of in the beginning. Right. Right. And once they were like, totally let go. I was like, great. And I was doing a few people. So I was like, raise your hand. One of like, so everybody had totally let go. Great. And then I was like, now bring it back. Bring back that old template. You know how it feels. You're mad at her. You're whatever. Right. Boom, it comes back really quickly. Oh God, there's that state. Okay, great. Now let it go. And we went back and forth and back and forth to essentially illustrate the point that like what you're experiencing in your life, whether you like it or you don't, is a state that you're holding and a state that you're holding can be changed. Right. And if you, I mean, that could like literally solve, you're like, oh, I'm existentially unhappy. Great, that's a state. <laughs> right. I'm lonely, that's a state. Yeah. And I think we don't put a lot of thought. Do you feel like it's in people not wanting to sit with that? What is the, the discomfort there? Or what do you think holds people back from trying to solve it? Cause it is, it's a mindset. You're choosing to be in the future. You're choosing to be in the past. Like you're choosing that. What yeah. do you think that is? Or what do you find in your work? Yeah. Most of it is they're not conscious that it can be changed. Most people look at life and they're like, yep, I guess that's how it is. 
and thus it is so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're attracting this is all I can accomplish in life. Okay, great. <laughs> then it is until you feel differently. And then suddenly this world of possibility kind of opens. So I think a lot of people don't know that it can be changed. I think a lot of people undervalue their capacity. I think a lot of people don't think they have the power to really create change in their life. Um, the ones who do may not know how. The ones that know how might need help getting deep enough because there's a lot of resistance. And also, maybe ahead of all of that, we're just very uncomfortable being uncomfortable overall. <laughs> and that is a massive form of self-sabotage right there. If you don't want to feel something because it's painful, you need to do a serious check with yourself because you are literally, what's happening there is like, I don't, I don't want to think about that. Um, and sometimes if you're sort of on the quote spiritual path, you can be like, oh, I don't want to think about that. That's too negative. I don't want to bring any negativity into my life. And that's what we call a spiritual bypass. That's some, some spiritual bullshit right there. That <laughs> Absolutely. That comes through. Um, but either way, some people are just like, mm -mm, I'm just not going there, which is fine if that's where you are. But what happens when you do that is that <clears throat> you're refusing to experience life. Life is happening. It's going to happen whether you take part or not. Um, it will, it will, you know, that uh, a memory of uh, something uncomfortable comes up and you begin to feel uncomfortable in your body and you go, no. So a number of things happen when that happens. You, you're saying no to life. Who cares? Well, when you refuse to feel a certain uh, aspect of life, the things that you label, label as negative, then what you do is you just refuse to feel. It doesn't matter if it's negative or positive. You just refuse to feel, which means your emotional capacity, your ability to experience life narrows. and doesn't just narrow off the negative end. It narrows off the positive end. So you're literally being unwilling to feel. I'm, I'm not willing to feel that. So the extent to which you're unable, unwilling to feel negative feelings, you're unable to feel positive feelings. And so you literally just feel less life. And that might be a time when your life might start seeming kind of fine. Da, 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 da. Yeah, because I was, just as you were saying that, I'm like sinking right back to where I was. And I remember the moment in probably almost this time last year, I remember declaring on the podcast that I wanted to feel again. Um, <laughs> like actual, yes. actual words on the yes. podcast because I had realized how, um, how much I had just numbed myself and not even from like a substance abuse or alcohol abuse, like just completely numbed, didn't allow myself to feel anything. I was just a robot that would come in, get work done. I would feel fine. I would feel good sometimes, but like everything just kind of began to feel about like this. Um, and then I declared that I wanted to feel again. And then all the emotions came back. Uh, and then I got overwhelmed very quickly, as you can probably imagine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, we do that. And you're absolutely right. You start to, to, to narrow as a person. I could feel myself not really feeling much of anything, not feeling connected to anyone, not even really feeling connected to my husband or my children who I participate in life with every single day, just like, huh. 
nothing really mm. touches me here. Like, and, and I would have to try so hard to make an experience meaningful or to make something penetrate that and nothing really could because it was continuing to narrow you're so spot on it hurts my feelings do you remember <laughs> what you have now how great is that <laughs> how, do you remember what it was i'm i'm fascinated by the fact that you were able to realize that so you were able what you're describing there is you had a template and then from within the template, or maybe you stepped out for a moment, you were able to see the template. Mm -hmm. You were able to see, huh, I don't seem to be feeling very much, which indicates that you've got another reference point. I, I wonder if maybe I should be feeling more or even I want to feel more in order to see, in order to have that so that it indicates a real propensity for, for self-awareness. Yeah, um, I know at that point, we had started shutting everything down. And so, cause that was the beginning of the pandemic last year. Oh, mm -hmm. so whereas usually I would be able to escape silence, my house, I would fill all of my extra time with noise, with things um, I couldn't. And so I had no choice. And then I got kind of tired of TV and I had no choice. And I had to dive into a couple of books that I was reading. And for the first time, probably ever, I actually read a book, like felt a book. Mm -hmm. And those kind of took me to that level where I could almost look outside of myself. You're spot on there too. Look outside of that and go, oh, wow you know, and then start to retrace those steps as I kept coming back to the podcast and talk through, oh, well, gosh, I was really lost. And that, that actually me not being able to feel was how I got my job that I was in. Um, that was how I sold myself is that I'm, I'm able to remove emotion and get the job done when it comes to like changing processes and, and business strategy. And like, Yikes. Yeah. Big time. I'm so even glad that you're saying that to people listening because people do that. I see people doing that everywhere. And it can be, it can be subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it. yeah. Because I was just like, oh, what a great, what a great selling point of myself. You know, like a woman business leader being able to remove emotion. What? Mm -hmm. I'm a unicorn here, people. Come on. And um, in your control and you're doing it intentionally, it is. Yeah. The only problem comes when it starts to be on autopilot. Right. And I was, I was completely running on autopilot and I was applying that to more than just my job. Right. And that's, that's where the problem comes in. So, so talk to me. We've broken down the templates. Boom. They're gone. Great. Now we're looking at the attraction this has been one of the bigger challenges for me. What I didn't realize before people are probably going to get annoyed. I know about three weeks ago, maybe four now, um, is that it is that underlying voice. And I had, I was looking for my word for this year to kind of guide me. And I kind of stumbled upon the word credence, which is the mental acceptance of truth, of this being true and real. And that's so important because I think that's the subconscious part that I wasn't focused on before. And every step since that declaration has really been in 
narrowing or silencing that subconscious, you know, like, so now we can start to walk through the law of attraction. But is that, that, that back voice, and I can't even explain it probably as well as you can. This is why you're here. Is that it? Is that what's holding attraction back? It's a manifestation of it. And it's useful as such because you can hear the voice. You can recognize the voice, which means it's conscious. Sometimes it's really far into it, but you can look for it, which I highly recommend everybody does because that's, again, you know, you're, you're looking for the puppeteer with the strings. If you feel like the puppet, you're actually the puppet and the strings and the puppeteer. <clears throat> Um, but you're only playing one role and that feels limiting and, and unhealthy and it, it eventually, physically, even physically will be. So with attraction, um, you know, that voice, my, I used to have constant voices in my head, like all the time. And they weren't like cheerleaders. They were, you know, telling me I was just, just never good enough. And it wasn't, it was kind of like my mom's voice and something I kind of like take it on. And it was like never good enough, just never good enough. Ugh. And, um, and now they're gone. They are, they're actually gone. I will have periods of time. Um, I had a period of probably about two years where they were a hundred percent gone all the time. In other words, if I wasn't having a thought like, huh, I wonder what I'm going to have for lunch today, then my mind would just be silent as a default. I didn't even know that was possible be perfectly honest. Um, since then, you know, I, I, I moved or I'll go through periods of like a little, I don't have a lot of stress in my life, but like a little bit of stress and I'll notice some, some thoughts coming back in. And now my standard is really high. So I'm like, mm -mm, no, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going back to that because it was constant and it was crazy making. And I was fractured and disconnected from myself, which leads to a lot of loneliness, by the way, whether you're surrounded by people or not. And so, um, and so yeah, the, the voice is, uh, is a, a manifestation of the part of you that truly believes whatever that voice is saying. Uh, almost never is the voice our own. It sounds like it's ours, in our voice. You've heard it since you were three. I get it, it sounds like yours. Ask yourself, if this voice weren't mine, whose would it be? And you'll be like, oh, it's definitely mine, cool. If it weren't yours, whose would it be? And it will be someone else. And it's actually one of the things, I'll give this this sort of, I have almost no tips and tricks. Like my process takes you in through the experience and you grow and strengthen right there in the moment. Um, I have almost no like, oh, try this little like technique or tips and trick, except this one, which helped to get rid of all these thoughts in my mind. So I'll share that for your listeners because it was really great. And it was, um, you know, you hear the thought, you notice the thought, you think to yourself, huh, wonder who that belongs to, and you let it go. And so, and the letting go, energetic letting go is kind of like if you imagine holding a tennis ball and then dropping into the ground. Like, it's just that sort of like, there's a, like a, a disconnect that, that, and you can do that with your whole body. You can like disconnect your, so if you're like in a conversation with somebody and it's like kind of intense and they're like a little too much, you can like do that with your whole body and like disconnect from them and you'll, you'll feel ease happening. Yeah. Um, and so you can do that with these thoughts. You hear the thought like, you're not going to get this job. Oh, what do that belongs to? Oh, okay, what else do I need to do to prepare for this interview, right? And I shift my mind right away from it. And I have to say, it, it helped a lot. Yeah, and that, it almost seems too simple, right? You're going, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, great. I'll just try that. But like, actually, because it is, it, is it is an energetic 
shift and that'll help you just even establish what really is yours. Cause what, once I started to just sit with those thoughts as they were coming in, that removal got so much easier because you're absolutely right. Most of the time, none of them were mine yeah. at all. And then you just sort of walk into this Zen space um, where like nothing really, you're almost like floating above everything. Yeah, totally. Before. Yeah, because you don't need to be, you know, things only, uh, things only stick more if you give them energy. I have a parable um, I would love to share if it's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I use this in my Art of Attraction program. Um, and and your, some of your listeners may have heard it. <clears throat> so there's, I always picture this in, in Native American times and there's a, an old wise man and his, his grandson sitting by the fire. And the old man says, inside each of us is two wolves. One wolf is um, light and love and, um, and trust. And the other is dark and fear and separation. And they're always fighting. And he's quiet for a while. And the little boy's looking around and he goes, but then grandfather, which one wins? And the old man says, whichever one you feed. Mm. So when the thought comes and you give it credence, you give it weight, you believe it, you agree, yep, that sounds like reality, you give it power. And that one's strengthened just a little bit more. And the next moment, that one's strengthened just a little bit more. If you stop, if you just go, no, I mean, you can even just say no, then it just a little disconnect. And the inertia begins to slow like learning a new habit. The more you do it, the stronger and easier it gets. Um, and so because those new neural pathways are, I'm not sure. I mean, I might be totally worthless. It's very possible. I certainly, you know, part of me thinks that, but I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm not totally worthless. Oh, new neural pathway. Mm -hmm. The more you do that, the more you do that, the more it shifts the tide and eventually is effortless. Yeah. And don't get hung up on like, Okay, so you and I are maybe talking about being in a place where those don't exist anymore. That doesn't happen overnight. You just continually, do you see people that see it less and less or hear it less and less as they perfect this process? Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't need to take a very long time. If your intention is strong, like it sort of happened with me. I don't even, I don't even remember how it happened with me. I just remember waking up one day and being like, so funny, my voices. I don't remember the, you know, where the voices in my head anymore. <laughs> You're like um, looking around. I don't, <laughs> looking around like, it for those. <laughs> where are the ladies? Where are they? Nobody's telling me I'm doing a terrible job. How am I going to get through my day? <laughs> um, so, and so it can, if your intention is strong, you're like, absolutely no. And every time a thought comes, you say no. I mean, that could be days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the more that you practice it and allow yourself to really sit with that thought. And I think that's the harder of the two. You can release it pretty easily. It's finding and hanging out with that thought. It's weird. It's a little uncomfortable, but really, if you can see it come in, you hold so much more power than you 
did before. Yes. And the more you look, the more you'll see them come in. Yeah. You know, it might be unconscious and five minutes later, you're like, oh, I've been thinking about this for five minutes. Ah, damn. Okay. Yep. Well, it wasn't a week. It was five minutes. So good. Next time it'll be four and a half. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> like make it a little less every time. Yeah. You, you'll get better. I can't wait yeah. to be in your place where I'm just like, hey, where'd you go? <laughs> but I do find they come, the voices come back and come back a little bit stronger almost every time that I'm reaching like a threshold where I know mm. I'm about to level up, um, which is probably more of an energy chakra type thing, um, a test possibly, just to be like, are you sure? Are you, you going to keep mm -hmm. going? Um, but you know, now that I'm aware, I transition out of those periods so much faster where they used to spin me for weeks and months. Um, now it's days, maybe hours, maybe yes. minutes. Yes. Yeah. And um, that's, that's the growth process literally right there, just in a nutshell. There it is. Yeah. There that's, it is. and that's the beauty of the work that you do with people, helping them to realize where we all kind of get in life sometimes. Yes. Um, and, how out, and how to get out directly and quickly without needing to spend. Without having to do a podcast every day for two years, trying to figure <laughs> it out yourself. I'm just saying like there are easier routes. <laughs> look what you've done. I mean, especially on your own. I'm, I'm just so impressed. I had helped the entire way. I was like, I'm not doing this. No, mm -mm, you tell me what to do. You clearly you've got it. I want to, I want to, I want to know. <laughs> Take the fast route. I don't want to spend too much time. <laughs> right. Uh, so there are people out there who can help you transition faster. And I think your process is, is super important. Um, just to help people grow and guide and move. Like, yeah. And it's important for them to know also that like, look, look what you can accomplish on your own as well. So if coaching's not right for you right now, or it's, you know, you're saving up for it or whatever it is, the process, it's like, you know, there's another, another way this can work. Yeah. 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 Cause if you have, if you have access and you have the ability to get yourself a coach who could guide you through it, you will save yourself a lot of time and struggle. Um, and they can help you find it faster, yeah. but there are always ways to, to get there yourself. So, um, but as we close up, where can we find you? I am on the internet. Um, oh, wow. I am, no. <laughs> uh, I have a website, which is just my full name. It's just dominatrue.com. Um, and I, uh, I have a free course on my website where I sort of introduce a lot of this work and some techniques and things. Um, I'm in the process of updating that as well. So over the next few weeks, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be shifting and being upgraded. And, um, and I'd be happy, you know, I, I, I like to offer people a free call. Um, if they're, if they're interested or they're not sure that, you know, I can help or anything like that, then if they'd like to uh, mention the name of this podcast, I can go ahead and give you a link. Um, and they can follow that link and, and, um, if they refer this podcast, then I'll, I'll do a free call, a free intro call and we can see how I can help. Oh, cool. At the very awesome. least it gives you some clarity just to talk about it. You know, it just be like, here's what I'm going through. And it's, it's, it provides a lot of clarity for people. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. This was an amazing conversation about attraction and energies and like just all the things that we need. Okay. Yes. So um, go ahead and check out the show notes. That's where you'll find everything where you can find that and that free call link. Make sure that you take advantage of that today. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world.
Hey, you're still here, right? Make sure that you head over to my Instagram page. That's where you'll find every guest who has ever been on this show. And if you want a dose of beautiful, beautiful content into your Instagram, make sure that you follow my guest today and scroll through that list and give them all a follow because you will find nothing but goodness there. As always, you can tune in and find more on our YouTube page at The Death of a Dream. And pretty much everywhere at the death of a dream. So be sure that you take your experience beyond this podcast and check out my guest.